in case you missed it on Newsbreak. We have an incredibly good constitution that provides the framework to tackle the challenges that South Africa faces. I think the constitution has been stress-tested over the years, particularly during the years of the Zuma administration. And the independence of the court, the rule of law, has stood firm despite coming under sustained attack from various quarters. So I think it's, uh, the constitution is what has held South Africa together over the last 25 years. But of course, we need to do an awful lot more in order to bring to bear the programs that can deliver the vision that the constitution espouses. If we look at that constitution, chapter two guarantees the right to housing, health care, food, water, education, among others. However, post-democracy, we've seen numerous shortcomings with regards to service delivery, a lot of it hampered by corruption and crime. A violation of the constitution and perhaps something that we need to look at a little bit more closely. Absolutely. Uh, that's a critical part of the constitution constitution is the Bill of Rights and particularly the socio-economic rights that are contained within that. The reality is that government has failed to deliver to the extent that it could and should have done on ameliorating the plight of the poor and the marginalized and much more needs to be done to secure those rights. Having said that, the constitution does also say that those rights must be progressively realized within the fiscal constraints that the country faces, but that cannot be a blanket excuse with the little progress that we have seen. What about policies like black economic empowerment and affirmative action, policies that were once necessary to redress the inequalities of the past? At what point do they become unconstitutional, or can it be argued that it's now become unconstitutional? No, I don't think it can be argued that it is unconstitutional. If we just look at the landscape of South Africa, we see the glaring inequalities that still exist across the length and breadth of our country. So uh, an awful lot more, uh, once again, needs to be done to create those opportunities for previously marginalized people. You know, I don't think the time has come for us to turn our backs on black economic empowerment and affirmative action. They're still very much part of the necessary toolkit that we require to address those inequalities. Perhaps the manner in which it's implemented, then it may even be argued that some who come from disadvantaged communities are often ignored because they don't necessarily fit the racial categories as it is outlined. I I, I couldn't uh, disagree with that. And I think Mm. that's an issue of policy and of implementation. It's not something that stems from the Constitution itself. And I think that's where government and the state have fallen short in putting in place effective measures to redress the imbalances of the past and to deal with issues of inequality. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.